The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should consider obtaining independent advice before making any financial decisions. G'day, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Our guest today is Charles Schaus, CEO of Northwest Minerals. It's listed under the code of NWM, or November Whiskey Mike. Northwest is trading at 21.5 cents for a market cap of 13.5 million. And later this month, we'll close off a one-for-three entitlement issue at 15 cents to raise 3.14 million, carrying the company's kitty to about 5.6 million. Now, Norwest is a newbie on the ASX, having only joined the list in November last year. It was a spin-out of the Eastern States-focused battery metals group, Australian Mines, to create Norwest to give a greater focus on gold and copper gold exploration assets in WA. Things have been moving quickly for the company since its listing. Only this week it announced a maiden resource estimate at the recently acquired Bulgara Gold Project north of Mikathara. Another key asset is the exciting North Dover's Copper Gold Project on the WA side of the remote Arunta Belt where a maiden drilling program earlier this year gave encouragement on the hunt for an Olympic Dam style deposit. A follow-up drilling program is planned. Now that's a good point to welcome Charles. G'day, Charles. How's it going? Very good. And how are you, Barry? Very well, thanks. Now, Charles, uh, I was hoping we could start out uh, by getting you to tell us a bit about yourself and where you hail from, your background and experience in the industry. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to do that. Uh, look, I was uh, born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Uh, I got my geology degree from the University of California, uh, hooked up with a, a small uh, oil exploration company. We picked up a contract in the uh, mid 80s uh, for, believe it or not, Western Mining, who uh, were uh, trying their hand at oil exploration up in the uh, Great Sandy Desert. Uh, Spent some time up there, probably a few months. However, the uh, oil price in 85 was going south. Uh, So I uh, was seconded back to to Los Angeles. Uh, But what uh, occurred in between was I had met a, a lovely girl from City Beach uh, we decided I'd give my uh, my skills a try over here uh, on the mining side. I came over uh, in 86 as a uh, permanent resident, uh, started sitting on rigs as many geos do, uh, worked out of uh, Q for three years, uh, dragged the family out to Marvel Lock for three years, uh, did three years with Eagle Mining and the Tony Pauly Charlie Bass Group. And uh, eventually ended up in Ghana for about 18 months working on the Toronto project for Redback Mining. And during that time, I sort of watched and uh, learned uh, what was happening on the corporate side. And it occurred to me that uh, if these guys can do it, I can do it. And in uh, 2004, myself and another fellow listed Orox Resources. Uh, We uh, did quite well with that company. Uh, We were taken over in 2010 by Atlas Mining. Uh, I took a few years off and uh, really missed the game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, uh, middle of last year, I signed up with uh, the Norwest guys. Uh, we listed the company, as you said, at the uh, 
end of last year and uh, have it look back. Right. Well, a very uh, rich and varied background there, um, which brings us to Norwest. Uh, perhaps it's probably best to start off this week's news with the, uh, the maiden resource estimate at Bulgara. Uh, tell us a bit about the project, uh, when it was picked up and yep. uh, what you see the forward program there being. Yeah, sure. Uh, look, I became aware of the uh, Bulgara project uh, last April. Uh, started having a look at it, and initially, it was just a pretty good fit with uh, tenements we had up toward the Merrimaya Way. It was only uh, about 10 kilometers from our Merrimaya tenements. Uh, but the uh, closer I looked at it, uh, the uh, more interested I got, because uh, what had happened is uh, there had been some uh, shallow mining up until 2004. Uh, the ore at that time was being trucked up to uh, the Plutonic gold mine. It was being put through, uh, and uh, they looked like they were making a bit of money. Uh, eventually, the softs uh, or they were mining uh, fell away, and so uh, the tenements uh, moved on and were sold to other groups, eventually changing hands from 2004. But what was interesting about that was that no one had done any work in the field. So 2004, we had an Australian gold price of about 550 uh, as everyone knows, the Australian gold price now is about twenty-one fifty, and so uh, it looked like a great opportunity. And the more I dug, I realized that there was a, a wealth of information in the database. Uh, so the next step was to uh, make an offer, which uh, I did, uh, in uh, in the sense that uh, it was a project held by Accelerate Resources, who were focused on other things. And uh, they accepted my offer, which uh, I was extremely happy about because it was a fairly low, low ball offer. And uh, yeah, we've taken that uh, database initially. Uh, I handed it over to a, a resource expert at uh, Highlands uh, Geological. They remodeled the, uh, the drilling uh, that, was, uh, that existed, the historical drilling. And lo and behold, we had uh, 65,000 ounces of near surface, uh, what I would say is very mineable uh, oxide and transitional and a bit of fresh rock ore. Um, and so that kind of spearheaded uh, one direction we wanted to go, uh, either looking to possibly, uh, let's say, define that up a little better, uh, talk to maybe someone like Plutonic and see if they want a bit of ex uh, additional mill feed, or on the other hand, look at the process in uh, processing the uh, the soft ore itself through possible heap leach or vat leach, or even uh, bringing in a small uh, processing plant with uh, you know I guess bearing in mind that there are uh, there's quite a bit of infrastructure in the area uh, most importantly power uh, yeah so that that was part of it but uh, again in looking at the database uh, of Bulgaria what really stood out to me was there was absolutely no drilling below 100 meters. There were eight RC holes went below 100 meters. Uh, the Bulgara mine sequence, which is a mafic ultramafic unit, uh, is repeated to the north and along the uh, Marimaya tenements held by Vango. And their uh, success has been coming from drilling well below 100 meters. So being that this is an extension of the, uh, the mine sequence that they have, um, I basically got very excited and thought, wow, this, this could be a, 
uh, a real potential uh, company maker for us. So we've earmarked funds uh, from the rights issue, as you, you had mentioned, uh, to uh, go toward both the uh, development of a, uh, a small production uh, from from the near surface ore, but also to uh, drill the uh, the deeper targets that we have. So to me, it's a, a very exciting project. And uh, just yesterday, I was meeting with groups uh, regarding the uh, uh, the production side of things. So it's kind of a, a uh, a double spearhead, if you will. Mm. Now, you mentioned Van Gogh there and uh, the same mining sequence being involved. Van Gogh uh, has been uh, returning some uh, nice high-grade hits uh, from their project area and uh, with a market cap of $130 million. So I can see why the market's got uh, a bit excited about what you've got going at Bulgara. Do you have any formal um, evaluation studies underway into the developing the uh, the near surface oxide resource, which I think came in at around sixty five thousand ounces? Yeah, that's correct, Barry. Look, um, I couldn't really take a step until I had those resources. They were just uh, handed over to me um, early in the week and uh, on Monday, in fact, and we put out the announcement uh, yesterday. So. Um, as of yesterday, we had a group come in uh, to actually talk about uh, how would we uh, how we we go forward uh, with a, a small production. So those talks have commenced, um, but you know it's there, there, there's a lot of steps to get there, and uh, we uh, you know we're, we're taking those steps uh, immediately. Right, and that would be the same, I guess, for a uh, future drilling program to target uh, mineralization extensions at depth? Yeah, we were able to jump on that a bit earlier. We have um, uh, programs of work with the uh, the mines department. Uh, we really just need to finalize a couple of things with the, uh, uh, the traditional owners, and that's happening at the end of this month. And once we get the land access agreements sorted out, uh, we'll be on the ground and drilling. Uh, I would see that happening definitely before the end of the year. So uh, drilling could be underway before the end of the year? Yeah, look at if we can sort things out uh, by the end of this month, um, well and truly before the end of the year. But it's hard to say until you have those uh, agreements in place. Right. And does the data set give you any clues uh, where to drill, as it were? Well, it does. First of all, if you have a look at the the resource models, they pretty much give you a very good look at where the mineralization is going and where the drilling stopped. So obviously you want to be drilling beyond where your last hole was. So you can kind of line up the gold loads that are uh, highlighted in the models, but also looking at the uh, the magnetics and some of the uh, geological interpretation, there's some very interesting structures away from that, that main mining center. Uh, we're very keen to get over and drill those. Uh, from my understanding, there is a, a bit of a thick cover over the top. It's a transported material. So you're not going to really uh, get any kickbacks from uh, soil sampling. You need to get in there with uh, something like a uh, an Aerocore rig, get through that uh, that transported cover, which is you know can be up to forty meters thick, and down into the mineralization. So we've got some uh, out of the database. We've got some very uh, uh, very juicy targets. Right. Um, we've seen plenty of examples recently where uh, people have uh, moved into old mining camps, as it were. Um, look beneath. Uh, old oxide scratchings, uh, chasing loads uh, at to deeper levels and generally higher grade. Um, some 
So I guess you're hoping to emulate the success of Bellevue's and others? Look, I, I think it's the, the strategy to have. Uh, you know that the gold was there. It may have not have been there in the grade that uh, uh, you'd want it, but uh, from what we've seen at Vango and what we're seeing elsewhere, um, yeah, drilling deeper, we, w- we would uh, hope that we could emulate uh, what's going on next door. Uh, they've, you know, whacked together a, a pretty nice looking resource in Trident, which averages eight grams and there's about 400,000 ounces there. Uh, you know, I'd love to see that uh, uh, type of resource pop up uh, at depth at Bulgaria. Mm. Okay. Uh, definitely one to watch, particularly when the exploration program kicks off later this year. Now, switching our focus across to the Arunta and specifically the Arunta West project, which is just on the uh, WA side of the uh, the border there with the Northern Territory. Um, a potential company maker if you uh, hit something decent? That, yeah, that's right, Barry. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, at Arunta, I, I call that our long game. I mean, that, that that's the elephant. That's, that's the real company changer and uh, would also change the dynamics, I think, in the, uh, in the region. Uh, there's a very large four by eight kilometer uh, coincident gravity magnetic anomaly. It was uh, identified by BHP in 1999, but BHP had some uh, issues getting onto the ground. It's a, a reserve area. And uh, so it sat for 20 years without having a single drill hole put into it. Uh, we were able to, uh, to negotiate and uh, get permission to drill on the ground, which we did in May. We put in three diamond holes expecting to have to drill two to 300 meters deep. Uh, however, we encountered the basement at uh, 40 meters. So that changed our strategy in going forward and exploring at Bulgara. Uh, we finished off three holes. Uh, we had a good look at the rocks, but also um, it told us that why diamond drill when you can RC drill. So we, we pulled out, we uh, then basically put together a drilling plan. And uh, I'm happy to say that uh, we've started RC drilling on the weekend. Oh. We, yeah, we're looking to drill 12,000 meters. We're going to cover the anomaly, um, which also has a, a major structure running through it called the uh, Central Australian Suture. So you've, and it's got the right age granite. So, you know, we've got this, this recipe and a lot of the ingredients are uh, uh, starting to be added to it. And uh, the, even the RC drilling that we've done, which is only three holes, is uh, starting to show promise. So, uh, you know, watch this space uh, for some announcements. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, I guess, getting excited uh, in the long game and the short game, if you will. Mm. Uh, uh, most unusual to have a um, iron oxide, copper gold, IOCG uh, slash Olympic Dam type uh, target at a depth uh, or the the rocks anyway at 40 metres depth, um, which traditionally excludes juniors from uh, looking for these sort of targets. So there has been a real change in uh, psych and attitude around this project, I take it then. Yeah, I, a lot of that type of work obviously is going on at, out in the Gwalior Creighton where they, they find these things. Uh, but the target was just so similar. I mean, the age of the granites were the same. Uh, we're finding the same alteration uh, from the diamond drilling we've done. Of course, the uh, geophysics are the same. So why not give it a, a crack? And now that we know that the abasement rock is, is closer to the surface, it gives us a, a, a fighting chance to test the target properly. Because like I said, it's like putting uh, you know, pinpricks into the uh, optus oval 
um, ground. You know, I mean, it's this giant target. Of this, they have this giant target, and we're looking for uh, uh, something that probably sits, uh, you know, takes up a very small area within that target. And yeah, so we're we're, we're pretty excited about the whole thing and being able to dr- drill it with RC. Mm. Would it be fair to assume that um, it would have been drilled by now if not for uh, the access issue? Absolutely. Uh, BHP did come in in uh, around that 1999, and they drilled just off the edge hoping to uh, get a sniff, I suppose, of uh, one of these systems. And uh, uh, basically the, the rig got bogged. Uh, they, they tried to use RC rig off, off to the north. Um, so they, they, they were keen enough to get out there and put one hole in it, but it, it just never reached its target depth. So, um, yeah, I, I would say yes. It, it, it was a pretty, uh, let's say, tough negotiation. And, uh, you know, you had to give a bit away. But in saying that, uh, we come across... One of these IOCGs, and uh, you know, we're off and running. <clears throat> now, um, given the nature of the the program, RC drilling, um, sort of patent drilling across the anomaly, um, what's the intention in terms of reporting results? Will you be uh, releasing them as they come, or will you wait until collate them and uh, you know give the fuller picture at the end of the program, towards the end of the program? Yeah, that, that that's a fair question. Um, I can only answer that now that. Uh, We'll probably be sending in the assays. Yeah, because it's so remote, what we have to do is take the assays probably once a week. We then drive them down to Alice Springs or out to Alice Springs. Uh, in Alice Springs, they uh, pulverize and get the, uh, the fall, small 50 grand sample, and that, that is sent across to Perth uh, for the lab work. Uh, so you know, it's about a three-week, four-week process to get the uh, results back. But once that first lot of results come back, then we'll be getting those uh, fairly regularly, you know, week after week. Uh, that said, um, how we report them is more or less up to the board and myself. So we'll uh, we'll see how we go on that. Mm. And uh, well, with a bit of luck, um, report fifty meters of three or four percent copper, and you'll be announcing it immediately. I, I imagine. <laughs> uh, we all have our fingers crossed. <laughs> but you know, I, I, it, it would just be fantastic because uh, you know you you see. Um, uh, independent skull, for instance, they've got 19,000, over 19,000 kilometers of ground attached to us and heading east. And they're not specifically drilling these targets, um, but they are uh, drilling away out there. And in fact, uh, the RC rig we're using just came off one of their programs. So, um, you know, they're they're keen on it. They're, you know, big in all respects. And uh, they have a lot of pretty smart cookies with that company. So if they're out there drilling you know, we should be doing the same, and uh, and we are. Mm. Is the uh, Arunta known for mineral deposits or mineral discoveries over the years? Uh, look, there's, uh, I'm sure there's been a, a few prospects that have been drilled, but you need a bit of size to justify mobilizing, you know, a, a complete operation out there. And I don't think there's been anything that's uh, been big enough to justify that. I mean, uh, independents are very quiet about what they do, but they're uh, joint venture partners on, on some of the tenements. They're a bit more like Prodigy. They're a bit more open uh, with what's going on, and they're getting a lot of hits. And it, it's a bit of a variety. It's, uh, you know, gold, copper. They're getting, a, you know, a, a cobalt, a nickel. You know, they're finding all kinds of stuff out there because of uh, the nature of the rocks are fairly complex. I mean, if, if I don't... Or if we don't find an IOCG, I'm, I'm happy to find just a big structurally controlled 
deposit. Mm. I, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the rocks are that interesting, and we're we're doing a pretty big pattern drilling. And of course, out of that should come targets that we've generated from that to go back in and then have a closer look. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, frontier stuff. Uh, be great news for Australia if we can uh, uncover a another mineral province there. Um, high risk, high reward. Um, but I'm just wondering, uh, interested on your thoughts around the company looks better balanced now in the sense here we've got the uh, West Arunta, high risk, high reward, uh, balanced now by the uh, the unfolding gold story in um, at the Bulgara. Uh, that, that's exactly how we're viewing this. Uh, the Bulgara's our short game. Uh, Arunta's our long game. Uh, they both uh, can be company changers. Uh, the... Uh, uh, idea that we can RC drill at both. We don't have to do deep diamond drilling that costs $100,000 a hole, for example, out at Garunta. Uh, that's behind us. We don't need to do that. Um, so, yeah, I think we've got a very good future. And our shareholders are fantastic. I mean, they're stumping up right away for this rights issue. I mean, we, we discounted it a bit, but that's because our liquidity is a bit uh, um, low. Uh, that said, we, we intend to go out and do a bit of road showing now that we have something exciting uh, to say. And uh, uh, we'll get that liquidity going, get that trading going. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a very exciting year for us. Mm. That's probably a, uh, a good point to ask about the share register. There's a few uh, large blocks of shareholders there. Yeah, there is. When we listed, uh, we had, uh, or what we have now is 62.8 million shares. Uh, about half of those are locked up in escrow, so they're not out there trading. Uh, there is a big chunk of uh, the shares that are not in escrow being held by uh, well, the biggest shareholders are on the board. Uh, they're, they, they're, they're hanging on because they see the potential. And of course, uh, the, the smaller shareholders, uh, I, I believe, uh, agree with them uh, to hang on to the shares. So it's, it's very hard to pick up our shares unless you're gonna you know, be willing to pay up a little bit. Um, that said, being part of the rights issue, who's going to sell when they're going to be able to pick up a share at 15 cents uh, in the next few weeks. It'll be interesting to see once the rights issue is over, whether the uh, liquidity uh, increases or improves and uh, we're able to get a bit more trading in the stock. Uh, mm. I'd, love to, I'd love to see that. And, and also when the shares come out of escrow uh, for these guys and there's more out there, um, they're may, they may be convinced to uh, unload a block or two to uh, groups that can distribute them. So, you know, there's, there's things that can be done. Right. Okay. I was just wondering after all these years um, and with permanent residency here, do you still find yourself dreaming of California every now and then? Or... <laughs> You've got to be kidding, right? <laughs> no, this, this was the best move I ever made. I mean, it's, it's everything you want uh, for a geologist and then it's uh, everything you want as a, uh, say a citizen. I am, I've been an Australian citizen since the nineties and if I had to give up one or the other, uh, well, put it this way, I'd stay in Australia. I um, been back to California quite a few times, and to be honest, if it wasn't for my family, I would only get as far as Hawaii, and <laughs> even that—that's getting a bit uh, um, uh, dicey. Uh, but I, I just find, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to bag the U.S., but there's uh, a bit too much. Uh, you know, well, let's just face it: there's the guns, and there's the infrastructure that's. Uh, starting to fall apart in California and the rest of it. And I live in Florida and I drive around and they're always making improvements. And, you know, you may have to pay a bit higher taxes, but I'm, I'm happy to do that as long as I see those taxes going to the right areas. So, yeah, look, at I, I love living here and I'll, I'll never leave. Yeah, good on you. 
All right. Well, thanks very much for your time today. Exciting stuff with um, the drilling program up in the Arunta and uh, advancing the Bolgara project. So lots for investors to look forward to. So best of luck with it. And thanks very much for your time today. Yeah, Barry, uh, I really appreciate you having me on. Thanks, man.